Blog Talk Radio. Does anybody want the Lord to make him over? Just begin to celebrate Jesus. Hallelujah. Go to our new website 
It is called a word from God dot webs dot com to see all the different things that we're going to be doing in the near future. And we also have a new Facebook page, and it is entitled, of course, A Word from God. And I ask that you will click the like button if you do like us. Hallelujah. Well, I'm going to open up the phone lines a little bit later, but uh, right now I just want to um, uh, do some of our um, our announcements. I want to get those announcements out of the way. And so uh, uh, as I uh, finish these announcements, I'm going to go into the Word of God, and then I'm going to open up the phone lines. The phone line is one eight one eight four seven five nine two two nine. And after the Word of God, I'm going to give you an opportunity to come on and just share uh, something that God has done for you uh, that may be uh, something that you have gotten from the lesson tonight or something that God has done for you in particular, a testimony, whatever it might be. But I just want you to come on and just share about the goodness of God because I know that God has been good to you. And I want to start off with our announcement. It says, please visit Lady Be Lovely Fashion's website. At Lady Be Lovely, we carry men and women's church suits, business suits, ushers, and choir uniforms, jewelry, hats, colognes, and various other merchandise. And these are all at affordable prices. A Lady Be Lovely website is ladybelovelyfashions.webs.com. And also when you are on my blogtalkradio.com page, uh, a word slash a word from God, I ask that you will check out all of the different links that are there on uh, my page. There is one that I want to um, call your attention to, and that is called Blood Pressure Awareness. And on this particular blog, you can learn a lot of things about high blood pressure, about eating right, about changing your lifestyle, and, of course, exercising. And in changing your lifestyle, you can add years to your life. So I'm asking that you will visit all of our links that are there on the website. Well, before we uh, go into the Word of God, our word tonight is called Don't Be Stressed. Be blessed. And also tonight I want to share with you a prophetic word that I received from God on yesterday. Uh, I'm not what you would quote call a prophet. I don't walk in the office of a prophet, but I do have the simple gift of prophecy where it is to comfort, to edify, and to exhort. And so I'm just going to ask you to stay tuned to that because I want you all to hear this awesome word that God gave me it was a prophetic word that during my time of prayer on yesterday that he gave me that he wanted me to give to the body of Christ. So I am going to be sharing that prophetic uh, word a little later on in the program. But now I just want to uh, play a little song for you. 
and it is called I Almost Let Go. And I want you to just sit back and enjoy and let this let this song minister to you and, and let God just touch your heart. And after this song, I will be getting into tonight's message, Don't Be Stressed, Be Blessed. This song says, God's mercy kept me so I wouldn't let go. Anybody in here ever felt like giving up, just throwing in the towel, just giving up? I'm not going to ask you to hunch anybody, but just look at them. That person you're looking at is here tonight only because of God's mercy and His grace. Somebody ought to just tell God, thank you for your mercy. And your grace that kept me. I was really down. I was really down. The devil really had me. But God's mercy kept me. I'm here tonight because of God's mercy. Come on now, just thank him. Just thank him. Let go. God's mercy. 
God, praise God. That song says, He kept me because I almost let go. And I want to speak to you tonight about uh, don't be stressed, but be blessed. We want the Lord to keep us. We don't want to allow the enemy to cause us to want to let go. And any time that we're in a situation that we're stressed, we feel as if we just want to give up, but there is a God, and our God wants to be there to bless us if we will only turn ourselves to him and trust him that he can see us through any situation in our lives. Hallelujah. Let us go to the Lord in prayer. Father God, right now in the name of Jesus, I thank you and I praise you. For your goodness and for your mercy I thank you Father God For how you have just allowed your children To come once again And to turn on the broadcast And to hear a word from God That is what so many of us need today Lord We need a word from you Lord God We need to hear from you Lord if we don't hear from you Lord God Then we don't know what to do. And so, Father, I'm just asking you, Father God, to place your anointing on this word. I'm asking you, Father God, to let the hearers, Father God, hear this word and that it will change their lives and that great things will take place and that they will no longer, Father, live up under stress, but they will begin to walk and live up under bless. In Jesus' mighty name, we pray and we say amen. 
Hallelujah. Thank you, Jesus. I just want to say once again, thank you for tuning in to the broadcast on tonight. And I pray that the word of God will be a great blessing in your life. It may, some of you, it may be something that you don't need right now, but you may need it in the future. To others of you, it may be something that you need to hear today because you're at your wit's end, because you're so stressed out by things that are going on in your life right now as we speak. And so I want you to turn with me to 1 Peter 5 and 7. And I also want to say um, on last week I had my sister on here with me. We did the girlfriend talks, and I just wanted to say hello to her out there and um, just thank her once again for being on the air with me on last week. And we are going to have her back on the air with us again in the very near future. But we're going to turn to 1 Peter Chapter 5 and verse 7. And again, our title is Don't Be Stressed, Be Blessed. And in 1 Peter 5 and 7, it reads, Casting or throwing all your cares, anxieties upon him, for he careth for you. That word careth means to watch over, a liking, a fondness or an affection for. We live in a time when everything seems to stress us out, when the smallest act can cause us to lose it all, such as our minds, our joy. We can lose our tempers. Some of us even go into fits of rage. All of these things draw energy and strength from our bodies. We stress over our bills. We stress over our jobs. We stress over um, our relationships. We even, some women even stress over how they look. They get into the mirror and they're like, oh, you know, I'm wrinkling. Or, oh, I'm, I'm, my, my skin is starting to sag. Or, oh, I have, I have blotches in my skin. I'm not liking the way I look. And women begin to stress. Over that, even men begin to stress because they see uh, balding, uh, that their hair is falling out, or uh, their face is getting fat, or they they have that pseudo folliculitis where the hair grows out of the uh, the beard grows back into their face, and so we begin to stress over how we look, wishing that we could change ourselves, wishing. Uh, that we look like we look when we were younger, or if we're too young, we want to look like somebody else because we don't like the way that we look. We we stress over our finances, we stress over our businesses, and et cetera, and et cetera. When we stress, we are on the road to killing ourselves spiritually. And when I say spiritually, when we're up under stress, We stop praying. We stop reading our word. We lose hope. We lose trust. We lose faith. Um, We're killing ourselves physically. Our health begins to deteriorate. Things begin to happen in our bodies that have never happened before because we're in such stress. And then we begin to, we're killing ourselves mentally because we become depressed. 
and we become withdrawn. And what you would say, evangelist call your Hagelin, what is stress? What causes stress? So here is a definition on the cause of stress. It says a mental or emotional disruptive or upsetting condition occurring in response to adverse external influences and it's capable of affecting your physical health. Let's read that again. It says a mental or emotional disruptive or upsetting condition occurring in response to adverse external influences and it's capable of affecting your 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 physical health. It is usually characterized by an increased heart rate or a rise in blood pressure or muscular tension, irritability and depression, a state of extreme difficulty, pressure, or strain. Stress can affect your physical body. And do you know there are many people that get so so caught up in situations that happen in their life and they begin to stress and they actually uh, have had heart attacks. I remember back probably about three years ago and I was working at a store here in the Dallas area and I was managing the store at that time. And I was up up under so much pressure. The weather was really, really bad here at the time, and it was kind of hard for me to get to where I live, to out to where I work. And my, my uh, supervisor, my district manager at that time, was putting me up under a lot of stress, you know, saying things, you know, you can lose your job and this and that and the other. And it was just a lot of stress with the job. And it stressed me out. The job stressed me out so bad that as I was at sitting at work one day and I began to have pain in my left arm and I began to have pain in my chest. And I uh, called my husband and he rushed me to the hospital because I literally thought that I was having a heart attack. My heart was beating fast. I was sweating I, I, I was dizzy, My the left arm was hurting, the chest and the pain, and they immediately took me into the, um, uh, into the emergency room and took me upstairs and hooked me up to all the machines, and they ran every kind of heart test that they could run on me. But thank God, thank God that I was not having a heart attack. But they told me I was up under severe stress. So what I did to get rid of the stress? I quit my job, and God blessed me, and I found something different. But sometimes so many different things can happen to us in life, and it causes us to get uh, uh, affected uh, in our bodies to the fact where we, we can even cause ourselves to have a stroke or our blood pressure to go up or, as I said, possibly even have uh, a heart attack. So it is also a way, uh, stress is also a way our bodies try to cope with change. Things happen that cause us to lose our faith 
and we begin to worry and stress begins to build. When you worry, it brings about stress. When you lose your faith and you don't trust God, it brings about stress. When you hear bad news, it brings about stress. So you say, well, how do we become stressed? Uh, What is it that causes stress to come into our lives? Well, back in 1936, a Canadian physician and researcher by the name of Dr. Hans Selye identified three universal stages to stress. The first stage is alarm. The second stage is resistance. The third stage is exhaustion. All of these things take place in our bodies. Alarm uh, is your body seeing a po- uh, your body feeling a possible danger. You are possibly in danger, and your body goes into something called fight or flight mode. And most of the time, it's a fight mode because uh, these hormones and all these things are released are loose in our body, and our body is trying to fight against this thing, but it builds up stress. And so it says, in possible danger, your body goes into fight or flight mode by redirecting all of your energy from normal functioning to survival functioning. The adrenal glands get the signal, and immediately your body goes into emergency mode. It's just like what I was sharing with you on my testimony about feeling like I was having a heart attack. It says your heart rate goes up, your blood pressure rises, and this could put you in a uh, in uh, your life in danger. Alarm, we call it fear, can be triggered can be triggered by bad news or something bad happening or an accident or things that cause fear and or dread. That's what alarm is. Number two is resistance or defense. Your stress hormone levels remain high to help the body handle what it thinks is a a threat to survive. This happens if the perceived stress is non-life-threatening, like a work-related problem or a relationship problem with family and friends. When you're going through uh, problems with your family or something that happened on your job or going through something with your uh, 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 a loved one or husband or a wife or good, good friend or whatever, your body, uh, it kind of goes into a defense mode because all of a sudden you're feeling something that you don't normally feel before. Something is out of whack. Something has happened that's making you not feel uh, like yourself. And it says that uh, your stress hormone levels remain high to help the body handle what it thinks is a, is a threat. Anytime, anytime you begin to feel dread or fear or you kind of feel threatened, you do build up, you do release some of these hormonal Uh, levels in your body that do produce stress. So you have to be very, very careful about allowing things, uh, little small things even. If you're a highly emotional person, you really do have to be careful because you don't 
want to allow stress to build up in your body. So we first of all learned about alarm. And alarm is uh, something that brings about fear or dread or you, you get really, really upset or nervous about something. Resistance is little small things that happen to us, but we, we don't still don't know how to handle it. And we, we still, in this situation, kind of allow fear uh, to creep in because it's something that's going on that we're just like, okay, I'm not, I'm not liking the way that I'm feeling. And the next one is exhaustion. Where the stress is unrelenting, your body wants to calm itself, but it can't keep up with the physical demands of making and delivering high levels of hormones. Your adrenal glands begin to give out. All in all, too much stress can cause an overall problem in your health. Your health can be compromised if you have too much stress. Stress can take your life if you don't take authority over that problem area in your life. Stress can cause insomnia. Uh, some of you have sleepless nights. When you lay down, you can't go to sleep. Some of you need uh, pills or, or a glass of warm milk or something that will make you drowsy or you have to look at TV all night long just so that you can get drowsy. But it can cause insomnia. Uh, stress can cause depression. You can get to the point where you're so stressed out about something, you just ball up in a corner and you, you're just depressed. You don't want to talk to anybody. And then you get uh, oppressed and you get suppressed and you just feel like, you know, I can't do this anymore. What's the use? And sometimes depression can lead to suicide. Uh, you can gain weight or you can lose weight depending on what's going on in your life. Uh, you can also feel fatigued, tired all the time, uh, not wanting to do anything, don't have any life left over. Once you come home from work, you don't want to go to a movie. You don't want to go for a walk. You don't want to go to church. You don't feel like talking. All you want to do is just lay down and go to sleep. Uh, it can cause hair loss for some of us when we're stressing so bad that our hair begins to fall out. And then it can also cause uh, food cravings where all you want to do is just eat. You want to drown your problems in just eating everything you see. Um, many have said that the key to longevity, the key to long life, is to avoid worry, stress, and tension. So you say, how can I control Stress. You control stress by giving that thing that you're stressed about, giving it to God and letting God handle that situation for you. Here are some stress tips that I want you uh, to uh, look at. Uh, the first stress tip is to at least spend 30 minutes every excuse me, every day, relaxing in prayer, meditating, talking to God, giving him that stress problem, releasing all your worries, releasing all of your cares to him. And then the next 30 minutes, 
spend time in your word. Find some scriptures. I'm going to share some scriptures here with you in a minute that are good prayer scriptures, scriptures that can help you to to release all of that off of you, and scriptures that can bring healing, emotional healing, physical healing to your mind and to your body. Spend 15 minutes examining your life to correct certain areas. Some stress that we have is because of things that we're doing, things that that uh, we know that God is not pleased with, but we're holding that thing dear to us and we don't let it go. Unforgiveness can cause stress. Bitterness can cause stress. Hatred can cause stress. Adultery, fornication can cause stress. Overeating can cause stress. Lying can cause stress. All of these different things can cause stress. Working too hard, working all the time, uh, being lazy, not doing the things that we're supposed to do, not being active. And we begin to stress our bodies out. And so spend that 30 minutes relaxing in prayer. Spend another 30 minutes every day getting into your word and spend 15 minutes Re-examining your life, Lord, if there's anything in me that's not like you, if I'm doing something that's bringing harm to my, to my body, Lord, show it to me, Lord God, because I don't want to be this way. So I'm going to share these scriptures with you, and these scriptures are going to, like I said, bring healing and, and bring restoration to your life. The first scripture is in Isaiah chapter 30 and verse 19 in the King James Version. It says, for the people shall dwell in Zion at Jerusalem. Thou shalt weep no more. He will be very gracious unto thee at the voice of thy cry. When he shall hear it, he will answer thee. God is telling you here that when I hear you cry out to me, when I hear you call out to me, I am going to hear you. I am going to answer you. You don't have to weep anymore. Give me your problems. Give me everything that you're going through. I will take care of it. All you have to do is just trust me. And it's not hard to trust a God that's as loving as the God that we serve because loving him and trusting him and following after him, if we can follow him, it is so easy. If we can turn our lives over to him, he makes it easy. Yes, we're going to have problems. Yes, we're going to have troubles. Yes, we're going to go through things. But if you put your hand in the hand of God, God can walk you through anything. Many of you have heard of that poem called Footsteps, and, and as the, 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 the Christian was talking to the Lord, and he said, Lord, I see all these footsteps. He said, but during my roughest times, My worst times, I only see one set of footsteps. And Jesus said, those are my footsteps because I was carrying you through that rough time. So cry out unto the Lord. And he said, when you cry out to him, he said, he shall hear it and he will answer thee. Psalms 30 and verse 5 says, and this is the King James Version. For his anger endureth but a moment, in his favor is life. Weeping may endure for a night, but joy cometh 
in the morning. Hallelujah. In our service today, our pastor spoke on the sovereign favor of God. When you are living for God, all you know how, even though you might be suffering, even though you might be going through, the favor of God can still be upon you. If you are doing everything that God has said, if you are living for God, all you know how. You can walk in the favor of God. And then the scripture says that um, weeping may endure for a night. You may have to cry only before a little while, but then joy cometh in the morning. See, the nighttime is your bad time. The nighttime is when you're suffering. The nighttime is when you're coming through. But the morning is a brand new day. You're waking up to new mercies every morning. And then scripture says, great is his faithfulness. So not only uh, uh, is weeping endured only for a night, that joy cometh in the morning, but you also have the favor of God on your life. And then Isaiah 60 and 20 in the King James Version says, Thy sun shall no more go down, neither shall thy moon withdraw itself, for the Lord shall be thine everlasting light, and the days of thy mourning shall be ended. One of these days, we are going home to be with the Lord. And we're not going to need the sunlight of this sky. And we're not going to need the moonlight of this sky. And we're not going to need the stars of this sky. All we're going to need is the everlasting light of our Lord and Savior, Jesus Christ. Because in heaven, the glory of God shines so strongly that there's no light bright enough that can outshine God's glory. And then it says our mourning shall be ended, and we won't have to worry about mourning anymore. We don't have to cry no more. The scripture says that God shall wipe away all of our tears. But it can all be done even before we go home to be with the Lord. And then uh, there is Isaiah chapter 35, verses 1 through 10, and I'm going to have you to read that on your own time. But take these four scriptures. If you are so stressed out and you need for God to to come in and help you and deliver you and see you through, you read Isaiah 30, 19. Read Psalms 30 and 5. Read Isaiah 60 and 20. And read Isaiah 35, 1 through 10. Meditate on these scriptures. Relax and pray in God, uh, to the Lord. And then spend those 15 minutes just reexamining your life and making sure that things in your life are different. You can wake up tomorrow morning a brand new man, a brand new woman, a brand new boy, or girl, whatever it is that you might be stressed about, God can deliver you as we speak right now. You see, God wants you to know that you do not need to live under stress, but he wants you to know that he wants you to live up under bless. Proverbs 
10 and verse 22 says, The blessing of the Lord, it maketh rich and adds no sorrow to it. If you're living up under bless, there's no pain, there's no worry, there's nothing for you to care, uh, to be worried about or, or, or have the care of life about how am I going to do this, how am I going to do that, how am I going to pay my bills, how is this going to happen, how is that going to happen. Uh, the scripture says the blessing of the Lord maketh rich. That's not just talking money, although God does want us to be wealthy. God does want us to be prosperous. But that also goes for your health, that God wants you to walk in health. The scripture says, uh, I believe it's in First John or Second John, uh, it says, Beloved, I wish above all things that thou mayest prosper. Even as thy soul prosper, God wants us to live in health, and then He wants us to prosper. He wants us to have gain in our life, and He wants our soul to prosper. That's our intellect, our mind, our will. He wants us to prosper. He wants us to know everything that He knows. He wants to give us everything that we're entitled to. But when you're sitting there up under stress, when you're sitting there depressed, when you're sitting there not worrying and wondering and, and all tensed up and, 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 and hiding in your bed and, and, and eating your life away and, and, and just having self-pity parties, God can't deal with you. So it says the blessings of the Lord make it rich. And as I said, that's not just money, but health, having all of your needs met, living debt Free. Don't you want to be debt-free? Aren't you tired of having bill collectors call your house? But as you follow God's blessing plan, and his blessing plan is to pay your tithes, to give your offerings, and to give alms. If you will give like that, God will help you to get out of debt. If you will let some things go, if you'll go to the Father and say, God, I want to live a debt-free life, what do I have to do? God's going to tell you some things to do. He's going to tell you. But it's up to you to hear what the Spirit of God is saying. And once you hear what the Spirit of God is saying, then it's up to you to obey. And I tell you, if you obey God's word, what he tells you, you can live a debt-free life. Uh, God also wants us to travel. He wants you to advance on your job. He wants you to own your own business. Living up under bless gives you certain privileges. In Proverbs, um, I'm sorry, in Matthew chapter 6 and verse 25 in the King James Version, it says, Therefore I say unto you, take no thought for your life, what you shall eat or what you shall drink, nor yet for your body what you shall put on. Is not the life more than meat? Is not your life more than food? And the body than raiment? God is saying not to even take thought about your life. Because if you're walking in his word, if you're living according to what God has told you to do, 
God is telling you, I'm going to take care of you. God said he takes care of the birds and the fowl, fowl in the air. Now, if God takes care of the birds, don't you think that he's going to take care of you, those who he talks to on a daily basis, those who he uses for his glory, those that offer praise and worship and honor unto him? Don't you think if God can take care of a little bird that he will take that he won't take care of you God will take care of you he'll meet every need but you got to trust him in that in uh Proverbs 16 and verse 3 I'm going to read out of the NIV the New International Version and it says commit to the Lord whatever you do and your plans will succeed God wants to bless you that every plan that you have that he gave you, that it will succeed. God wants you to walk prosperous. He wants you to live prosperous. He wants you to look prosperous. He wants you to act prosperous. It says commit to the Lord whatever you do. Commit it to him. Do you have a business? Commit your business to him. Is there something that you have that uh, uh, God is, is, uh, has laid on your heart? Then it tells you to commit to the Lord whatever you do, and your plans will succeed. I have a caller on the line, and we're going to go to that caller. Hello? Hello, you're on the air. Hi, this is Renee. Um, first of all, I just want to thank you for your forum. This is a true blessing. And um, what you're saying is so true. My testimony is, is basically what you, you're saying. A couple of years ago, I was totally stressed. Amen. And um, I realized that I was stressed because of other people's perception of what I should have been doing. My hands were full. I was busy, mm-hmm. you know volunteering mm-hmm. here, being a mom and a wife and and just, you know, doing everything. But it is when I got in the presence of God, I said, okay, I'm exhausted. My mm-hmm. body is hurting. My right shoulder was just, it was it was in pain. And, and I'm like, what is going on, God? I, I'm doing everything. I, I thought I was doing everything he wanted me to. Wow. But it was when I got in his presence and started spending more time with him mm-hmm. and listening to him. He made me cut out a lot of things because I was too busy doing what I thought and what other people wanted me, you know, I thought other people wanted me to do. But um, as soon as I, like I said, I got in his presence and I cut a lot of things out, Mm -hmm. I was able to hear from him and I was able to start trusting and being more obedient Mm -hmm. a year down, two years down the line. Um, started my own business. Praise God. Moved into a, a new home. And Praise again, God. it was because I started listening. And not only listening, not only being a hearer, but mm. I started obeying. Praise God. Now, what do you think? What would you say to someone? Because I know volunteering and being able to say no is a hard thing mm-hmm. for a lot of people. 
what would you say to someone that says, you know, I do a lot. I'm I'm expected to be here. I'm expected to be there. My church needs me over here. They need me over there. My job is saying this. And we're literally, we're one person, but we're being pulled in, what, nine different ways. What would you say to that woman or that man? I'd say to them, stop right mm-hmm. now and get in the presence of God and ask him, Lord, what do you want me to do? Make a list. Make mm-hmm. a list of everything that you're responsible for or obligated to the things that you're doing. Pretty and sure. make a list. And just say, Lord, I want to line out everything that you do not want me involved in. Mm-hmm. And and when you ask that question, look out, because mm-hmm. God will tell you. And yes. it may be something that you're passionate about. It was one of the yes. things that I, I was totally passionate about. I volunteered at the Hope Pregnancy Center mm-hmm. for um, women in crisis pregnancy, and I'm passionate about that. Mm-hmm. And that was one of the things that the Lord said, no, mm-hmm. this is not you know, your season for it anymore. Mm-hmm. And mm-hmm. so he will let you know, you mm-hmm. know, if you've done what I wanted you to do there now, you know, and I also realize that if you're stressed about it and you get exhausted, you're not walk, you're not doing it unto the Lord anymore. Right. God right. is not. You're not doing it. The word, the word of God says, well, "I can do all things through Christ who strengthens me." Right. Right. You're not doing it with Christ strengthening you anymore. Right. You're doing, you're it, doing on it on your, your own. own. Exactly, right, exactly. Right, so right. that is, I'd say that you know, make a list and mm. and. Get in there and just, you know, ask mm-hmm. God to show you what to cross off. And then Praise then will be obedient about it. Praise God. Because, you know, I had that same experience. I used to volunteer for rape crisis. Mm-hmm. And although I, I was the same as you, I was very passionate about the job. And it's not something that's easy to deal with. This is not a job that everybody can do dealing with rape victims. And but it, it it was like you said, I just got to a point to where it it caused me exhaustion, mm-hmm. and I I I wasn't feeling it anymore. It just became something that I had to do, and I finally had to go in, and I had to say, you know what, I've got too many things going on in my life, and this mm-hmm. is one thing that I have to let go. Mm-hmm. And so, it, being being sensitive to the spirit, saying okay, because mm-hmm. we think that we're supposed to do something forever, right? And and it's not like that, you know. We do right. it until God says, okay, now you're done right. here. Now I want you to do this. Now you're done right. here, and I want you to do this. We get comfortable, but like you say, it gets exhausting. And that when it right. gets exhausting, then it's it's time to say, okay, God's not in this Praise anymore God. for me. Praise for me. God. Because we each have to follow our own road that God is taking us down. Exactly. And uh, where one thing worked for you and one thing worked for me, God Mm -hmm. might be telling them to stay there, Mm -hmm, mm -hmm, but to release mm -hmm, something something else. Well, Renee, I appreciate you calling. Your words were just awesome. I know you to be an awesome woman of God, and I really appreciate you uh, sharing that with us on this evening. God bless you. Thank God you so bless much. You. Thank you. All right. All right, sweetheart. Uh-huh. Bye-bye. Praise God. We thank Sister Renee uh, for calling with those words. Sometimes you do when you're in a situation 
sometimes you just got to get along with God and you've got to say, Lord, what do I need to give up? What can I say no to? And it might be that you're a very important person in your church or in your organization, but God is saying, I've got to, you've got to turn it loose. If God is telling you to turn it loose, then you have to turn it loose. Uh, getting back into our scripture here, uh, I want you to look at Psalms uh, 55 and verse 22. And it says, cast your cares upon the Lord, and he will sustain you. He will never let the righteous fall. God is saying, whatever is going on in your life, cast it on me. I don't care. I'm big enough to handle your problems. I'm big enough to handle your marriage. I'm big enough to help you to raise your children. I'm big enough to give you the advancement on your job. I'm big enough to help you to go into business for yourself. I'm big enough to to help you get that grant, to help you get that loan. I'm big enough. Why are you worrying about situations? Why are you worrying about things? Then the scripture says that he will sustain you. He will make sure that you have everything you need if you cast your cares upon him. And he says he will never let the righteous fall. Those of us that are walking in the things of God, those of us that are walking in the favor of God, God will take care of you. He will keep you from falling. He will make sure all of your needs are met. But you must meet certain conditions. Now, the first condition that you want to meet is that you want to be walking upright before the Lord. You want to be walking in holiness. You want to be in right standing with God. You want God to look down upon your life and be able to tell the devil when he comes to God and God's saying, what's up, what's going on, you know, what you doing up here? And he said, I'm just walking to and fro like he did with Job. I'm walking to and fro seeking who I'm whom I may devour, you know, but, I, you know, you got everybody so blessed, I don't know what to do. And God says, well, you know what, I've got so many children down there, and I've got a few that I'm going to let you see if you can do certain things, but there's certain things you can not do. And then uh, uh, the devil may try you for a while, but if you're upright and if you're walking in holiness and all the different things that are going on, uh, um, in your life, these things won't affect you because you know the word. You're standing on the word. You know how to pray. You know how to trust. You know how to believe God. Satan is going to try you. He's going to try to come and hinder you. He's going to try and stop you. But if you're walking upright, if you're walking in holiness, the scripture says no good thing will he withhold from those who walk upright those who are in right standing with God. And then the second thing that we must do for the blessings of God to be in our lives is to obey God's commandments. We can read Deuteronomy chapter 28 and go all the way down from verses 1 down to verse 14, and it talks about all of the blessings of God, making you the head and not the tail, uh, making you the lender and not the borrower. Bless your coming in and bless your going out. Bless you in the city. Bless you in the 
fields. Bless your storehouses. Uh, um, uh, bless your the fruit of your womb, your children. You know, God is just saying, if you obey, if you walk according to my word, I will bless you with every kind of blessing I can think of. Those particular blessings found in Deuteronomy uh, chapter 28, verses 1 through 14, those are all uh, 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 blessings of protection over us, that God is making sure that we have everything that we can possibly want or need in life. I particularly like verse 2 here. It says, and all these blessings shall come on thee and overtake thee if thou shalt hearken unto the voice of the Lord thy God. I looked up overtake, and it means to catch up with, to be even with, or level with, to pass after catching up. You're praying for a blessing. You're living right. And your blessing catches up or comes to you. Then the blessing is level with you. And you're doing good. You're at a steady pace. Uh, God is just doing it for you. God says, there's more that I have. There's another level. There's a new dimension I want to put you in. The next thing you know, you see your blessing kind of moving up just a little bit ahead of you, but you're still running. You're still praying. You're continually looking for the blessing of God. And that's when you see your next level up ahead. But wait, what's that? That looks like my blessing. When you go into the next level of God, your blessing is already there to meet you, to take you into that next level, to take you into that next dimension in Christ Jesus. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. Thank you, Jesus. Um, We want to make sure that we're always living up under the blessing, that we're being upright, that we're obeying the commandments, and that we're living holy before God. You can be blessed, and you can even stay blessed while you're going through Sometimes, as I said earlier, it is going to get rough. But if you if you pray, if you fast, if you study the word of God, if you walk upright, if you obey, and if you are holy, you can and you will live blessed and not stressed. I hope the word of God tonight has been a blessing to you. For those of you that have been up under stress, all you have to do is just turn yourself completely to Christ. Just give everything to God. Say, Lord, I don't want to carry this burden. The scripture says for us to take your burdens to the Lord and then you leave them there. I don't care what the burden is. I don't care if it's a sin. I don't care if it's a weight. The Bible tells us to lay aside every sin and every weight which does so easily beset us. Uh, You may be a born-again Christian and you're living for God everything you know how, but you are stressed out. You're stressed out because of your job. You might even be stressed out because of your church. Whatever the situation might be, you turn it over to God and you let God handle this for you. 
Lord, I can't take it. Lord, I can't do this. But, Lord, if you'll help me, Lord, if you'll show me, like Sister Renee was saying, spending that time with God, just releasing certain certain things, saying no to other people. I can't do this. I've got to get myself before God. I need to know what it is that God will have me to do. And, Lord, whatever you tell me to do, I'm going to do. I'm going to be obedient. I'm going to follow you, Lord, because I want to walk in your favor. I want to walk in your love. I want to walk in your power. I want to walk in your anointing. Hallelujah. Thank you, Jesus. God is good. And he is here for you right now. And I'm going to play another song for you. Some of you are going through some situations. Some of you are up under that stress mode, that stress button. And while you're listening to this song, I'm going to open up the phone lines if you uh, want to call in with a testimony, if you have a question, if it's something that you just want to say to be a blessing to someone else out here in uh, the radio land. Um, The phone number here is 1-818-475-9229. Again, that phone number is 1-818-475-9229. And we're just going to play for you right now. Uh, Jesus can work it out. Hallelujah. Thank you, Jesus. We want to go back to the old school for a minute. Hand clapping and toe tapping. We want to visit our friends over in Chicago. Sister Albertina Walker, Inez Andrews, the Baron sisters, Clay Evans, and Baba Hayes and the Cosmopolitan Church of Prayer.
Hallelujah. Jesus can work it out. Hallelujah. Well, we have another caller on the line, so we're going to go to this call. Hello. You're on the air. Hi. Hi. How are you? I'm fine. How are you? I'm great. That was a pretty, that was a perfect song <laughs> to play. <laughs> I was a, it was funny because uh, my testimony is about, um, my name is Tammy. My, my testimony was about um, the fact that I'm a preacher's kid <laughs> and both parents, and I had gotten pregnant uh-huh. before marriage. I had lost my virginity. Okay. And it was so, it was really something. Well, first of all, it, I was devastated. Because yeah. I couldn't believe I had did that. But the church, you know, my parents, you know, they, they loved me. My church, they loved me. And I had a hard time forgiving myself. Mm-hmm. But long story short, I um I started getting worried and stressed because, you know, I kind of lost my job. Right. Um, I, was in a, I was in the Air National Guard at the time. Right. So even though I was a weekend warrior, I had been working Monday through Fridays for the Air National Guard. So I had kind of lost my job, and I was only working the weekends. And at that time, back in the days, I was making $87 a month. Mm. So I was like, Lord, I got a child coming into this world, and I'm not married to her father. At that time, I wasn't. I am now. But at the time, I wasn't married to her father. He was tripping. I was like, I don't know what's going to happen. I was like, I was I was getting worried. I was like, God, I need you to fix this situation. Mm-hmm. I need you to help me with my child. Mm-hmm. So what happened was out of nowhere, I went to work one drill weekend, and one of the girls was like, I want to throw you a baby shower. And me being me, I like anything that says free. So I was like, okay. <laughs> so they threw me a baby shower. So I'm thinking I'm going to get some clothes, you know, things of that nature. No, mm-hmm. they hooked me up. I got car seats, strollers, crib, clothes, humidifier. Then to top that off, then God used his people, and they was blessing me as well. So I was getting diapers, bottles, diaper back For the first three months of that child's life, I didn't have to get her anything because God took over, and he handled it. He fixed it all for me and for my child. And so, you know, if if we hand it over to God, he will work it out. So it was like that song was like totally perfect. He'll work it out. <laughs> if you give it over to the Lord, he'll work it out. So, so. what would you say to uh, a young mother in that um, situation that you had once been in? What would you say to her? She's scared. Uh, maybe her baby's father doesn't stick around. What would you say to her? I do know that God is definitely going to be there. Um, like I said, you know, a few years before that, I had stood up in church and I had testified how I think I had just broken up with a boyfriend who kept trying to press me to have sex. And I was like, I had testified, and I was like, you know, I thank God that I broke up with him. I'm still a virgin. So when I lost my virginity, I felt so bad. I felt like I had disappointed the entire world. Yeah. And so when... When the saints came and they they gave me love, mm-hmm. and they they let me know, you know what, you're not alone. Um, I'm here for you. That really helped me a lot. Also, um, it was kind of weird because God even used. I was scared. I wasn't. My parents, you know, my parents are great people. They're mm-hmm. not, you know, girls. You get pregnant, you know, you're gonna be sent to hell. And they weren't like that. 
But I was scared of disappointing them, mm-hmm. so I was scared to tell them that I was pregnant. Mm-hmm. So I didn't know what to do because, you know, first I was in denial. Oh, so I'm not pregnant. That's just stress. I ain't pregnant. <laughs> but I had to finally face the fact that I was pregnant because I went to the clinic, and they, they pretty much verified it. Right. And so once I realized, okay, I'm pregnant, what do I do? And I called someone. Um, plan, I called Planned Parenthood, mm-hmm. and I was talking to the lady. And at the time, I was an adult, but, you know, it was still something for me. Mm-hmm. And, you know, she was like, well, you know what, I'm I'm just proud of the fact that, you know, you waited so long. I mean, God just kept putting things on my heart. You know, he just kept letting me know, you know what, yes, you made a mistake, but I got you. I'm mm-hmm. here for you. And people right. just kept saying encouraging things to me. And if you right. find that, you just find that one person, you only need one person. Right. You find that one person that just love you unconditionally, just be right. there for you. Right. You you will make it through, and you just like I said, I had now I had to, not my mom and dad. That's something my mom and dad always taught me. Um, you got to know God for yourself. They mm-hmm. they they prayed for me. They had mm-hmm. my back. You know, they're like when you're boxing. There was like the people you know around the ring coaching me, but mm-hmm. I had to get in that ring and fight for myself. So right. I had to get on my knees and I had to pray and I had to ask God to help me. And I had to have faith and believe that he was going to help me because I've always been a tithe payer since the day I got an allowance or whatever. I've always been a tithe payer and I've always given. So mm-hmm. God, in return, he blessed me. And just like, you know, the Bible says, give and it shall be given unto you. Good measure, pressed down, shaken together and running over shall mm-hmm. man give unto your bosom. Mm-hmm. And like I said, the first three months of her life, it was because God used those, those men and women to bless her. I didn't have to do anything for her for the first three months of her life. Wow. Praise God. That's an awesome testimony. You know, so many people, when they get into a situation like that, and and they feel like all hope is lost, or, you know, they might say, well, you know, I'm young, I'm pregnant, you know, know, you said you were making like $80-some a month, you know, some of these girls don't have anything and they don't have anybody. And so their first thought is to possibly, you know, have an abortion or, you know, something of that nature because they just feel like all hope is gone. And I'm so thankful to hear your testimony. God has truly blessed you. Uh, you just keep hanging in there. You keep encouraging other young women and uh, help other women out in, in this type of situation that maybe some of them might be in because God is going to place someone in your life for you to be able to share even more and more of that testimony on a personal level. So we thank God for you, Tammy. Thank you so much for calling, okay? Oh, you're welcome. All right. Bye-bye now. Bye-bye. Praise God. That was a beautiful testimony. Uh, sometimes we do things in our lives and we just think that that's it. You know, uh, you know, I'm here, I've, I've done this, how can God love me? And we put ourselves up under so much stress. We put ourselves up under so much uh, 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 weight. You know, we try to carry things that we weren't made to carry. And then it just puts us in that that uh, that mode of depression and guilt, 
and shame. And like on last week, we talked a little bit about secrets. We're carrying things in our life that God doesn't want us to carry. All he wants us to do is to release. He wants us to release whatever it is that we're going through, and we won't be stressed. Uh, I mean, stress, as I was stating earlier, stress can really hurt you. Don't walk up under that that stress cloud. Uh, I think it's a little uh, peanut character. I think it's Linus. I'm not sure which one it is. That every time he walks, there's this little rain cloud that uh, that follows him everywhere he goes. And that's how some of us are. We're just walking up under this little rain cloud of stress. You know, we feel tension in our neck and we feel tension in our back and our head. Our heads are always hurting, and and we're just going we're just going through needless suffering that we don't have to go through because we're up under so much stress. This is why God wants us to walk into the blessings of God. Well, I had shared with you a little bit earlier. I said that God had given me a prophetic word for the body of Christ. And as I was praying on yesterday about the the show on tonight, and I was just seeking the Lord, and God uh, told me to pick up my notebook, and he said, I want you to tell this to my people. And so I'm going to give it to you. I wrote it down like God gave it to me, and I'm going to give it to you the way that he told me to give it. Um, As I shared earlier, I'm not, quote, a prophet. I don't walk in the office in the fivefold ministry gift of a prophet, but I do have the simple gift of prophecy, which comforts, edifies, and exhorts. Um, So I'm just going to share this word with you. And uh, if you don't get it all tonight on the show, I will uh, put it on my website on tomorrow. And this is what the Spirit of the Lord gave me to give to the body of Christ. And he said, if my people who are called by my name will humble themselves and pray, then I will hear from heaven, forgive their sins, and heal their land, their home, their life. All that they ask of me will be theirs if they will only obey my commandments. It is my good pleasure to do for you. You are my children, and I love you. Live your life pleasing to me. Don't be swayed to the right or to the left, but stay in the middle of the road. I desire to bless you. Amen. And that is what the Spirit of the Lord gave me. He said he desires to bless you. He said to live your life pleasing to him. He said to obey his commandments. He said if his people will humble themselves and pray, he said, I will hear from heaven, 
Forgive your sins, and I will heal your land, your home, your lives, whatever it is that you need from God. This shows me because God gave me this on yesterday, and I had not even actually really put my message together, so it coincided with what God wanted me to share on tonight. He wants you to know that he is in a blessing mood and that he always wants to bless us. But it is up to us to receive the blessings of the Lord. I believe on last week, uh, Apostle Strickland was saying that we need to position ourselves for change. I heard another young man last Sunday say to position ourselves for the prophecy, to position ourselves for a blessing. Are you in a position to receive the blessing from the Lord? I remember uh, uh, one time I had a person that told me, I believe it was my husband, uh, he's in the moving uh, business, and he was telling me about a situation that happened. And um, some people were packing a very uh, rich woman's home. They were packing her home. And then the movers were going to come in the next day and move out all of her furniture, her boxes, and what have you. And uh, the lady did not have any money on her, but she wanted to tip the uh, the packers. And so all she had was four paintings. Now we're talking about positioning yourself, knowing uh, a blessing when you see it. And she had four paintings and there were three people. And uh I'm sorry, she had three paintings and there were three people. And uh to the first person she offered the painting. And the person said, "I don't want that painting." I mean, hey, I, I, I didn't come here to work for a painting. I want a tip. I want a $20 tip. And so the person walked away from the painting. The second person took one of the paintings, but because the painting didn't match anything in her house, she gave the painting to somebody else. Well, the third person Uh, Since the other person left their painting and didn't take it, he took both of the paintings. But see, his mind, his mindset was different. He knew a blessing when he saw it because what he did was he looked around the woman's house and he saw that everything about it, there was a rich, expensive taste to her home. And she had tons and tons of uh, Uh, paintings, really beautiful paintings, because she wanted them to be very careful when they packed her paintings. And he looked at her furnishings, and he looked at the TV, and everything was updated, and and everything was really nice, and, and she had the best of everything. So he looked at that, and he said, hmm, he said, I'm going to take these paintings to an appraiser. And so he took the paintings to an appraiser and thank God that he knew how to look, uh, uh, that his mindset was right because when the uh, uh, um, 
the appraiser came back after appraising the pictures. He came back and he said, sir, he said, each of your paintings are worth $6,500. Now, this woman, all she knew was she wanted $20. That was all her mindset was on $20. The other woman gave away her blessing, but someone had enough sense to have his appraise. He got $13,000 tip off of those two paintings. So, see, you never know how God is going to send a blessing. You never know who God is going to send the blessing through. It might be somebody that you can't stand. It might not. It might be somebody that you don't like. Because, see, the word of God says the wealth of the wicked is laid up for the righteous. You don't know who God is going to put into your life to position you uh, uh, for, uh, you know, to position you for a blessing, or to bring position of change in your life, or to bring a position you for the prophetic utterance that has that has been spoken over you. You don't know what God is going to do, and you don't know who God is going to use. But get your mind right. Allow the Holy Spirit to begin to move in your mind. Renew your mind daily with the word of God. And if you do that and you begin to talk to God and God begins to talk to you and and you begin to know the voice of God, God will begin to speak things to you and people aren't going to know where your blessings have come from. As Tammy was just saying, she was talking about how she just gave it to the Lord, and they just said they wanted to have a baby shower for her. And, you know, she just figured it was just going to be little cutesy stuff, you know, and little little flower things and, you know, little bouquets and whatever they do at baby showers nowadays, you know. But, as she said, they hooked her up. Baby uh, 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 seats and diapers and pails. I mean, they gave her everything she needed. She didn't know where it was going to come from. And then it just didn't last for a week. It lasted for several months. You don't know where your blessing is going to come from. Don't turn your back on anybody because you don't know who God is going to use. It may be the person that you cannot stand, but God may touch their heart to be a blessing to you. It might be uh, $100 that you need, and you try everybody else. Or it might be $10 that you need, and you tried everybody else. But that person that you don't want to turn to is the person that God may have to be a blessing in your life. Keep yourself opened up to the blessings of God. Open up your door because you don't know how God is going to bring that blessing through that door and who's going to bring that blessing through that door. You know, if somebody gives you a picture, yeah, have it appraised. Maybe the picture's not worth anything, but maybe the frame is. But you never know how God is going to bless you. We're going to... um, 
do uh, another song here. Uh, I'm going to play the ending song that we played last week about the best is yet to come because many of you are going through some things. And many of you are saying, you know, Pastor, I'm, I'm sorry, uh, Evangelist, call you, call you Hagler. I don't know how I'm going to um, uh, get through this. Is there anything up ahead? Is there anything good out there that's going to happen to me? Well, I want you to know that the best of your life is yet to come. Enjoy this song.
Praise God. The best is yet to come. You ain't seen nothing yet. Hallelujah. Those of you that are wondering, Lord, is there help for me? You haven't seen anything yet. The glory of God is going to come upon your life, and great things are going to take place in your life. You're going to have an awesome testimony because the best is yet to come. Come. Hallelujah. I still have the phone lines open. The phone number is 1-818-475-9229. Hallelujah. Give us a call. Hallelujah. We have about 27 more minutes uh, before the broadcast is over, and we would just love to hear from you. Uh, I do have a very special announcement. Uh, I am a member of a church here in uh Irving, Texas, called Dayspring Family Church. And our pastor, uh, I should say our bishop, Kevin, and Pastor Sonia Dickerson are the shepherds over that particular house. And Pastor Sonia Dickerson is going to be having a women's uh, conference in the city of Grapevine, Texas, at the most beautiful uh, resort here in the state of Texas called the Gaylord Texan Resort. And we are having our Denim and Diamonds Women's Conference and Luncheon. The conference dates are May 4th through the 7th, uh, 2011. On that Wednesday and Thursday night, uh, at 7 o'clock, we will be having our services at the Dayspring Family Church, which is 618 North Beltline Road, Irving, Texas. And on that um, Friday and, well, on that Friday, it uh, it is, uh, I'm sorry, on that Friday morning, our session begins at 9. That will be at the Gaylord Texan. That's um, uh, Friday morning, nine o'clock a.m. for all people, all women that are registered with the conference. I believe Friday night is free and open to the public. Uh, Saturday morning, nine a.m. also at the Gaylord Texan Resort. Friday evening is also at the Gaylord Texan Resort. We're asking all of you from all over. Uh, if you've never been to Texas or you're coming this way and you want to have a just a wonderful time in the Lord, God meets us at every one of our women's conferences. Our pastor is an anointed woman of God. She speaks the word of God in such a, an anointed and beautiful way. Um, our conference registration price is $99, and that's through April the 3rd. Uh, after April 3rd, I believe on April 4th, our price will be $129. So get in on the conference price before April 3rd, which is $99. You may also register online at www. 
www.daysprings.familychurch.org. And you can go on there and you can see uh, uh, our, we have uh, streams now on our, on the website, so you can see some of our services online. You can hear uh, Pastor Sonia speak. She gave a great word this morning on on the sovereign favor of God, and we thank God for her at that church. God has just blessed my life through her, and I just thank God for Day Springs because I'm just, um, uh, when I first went to Day Springs, I was a backslider, and now I'm back doing the things of God that God has called me to do, and it was all due to God and to the pastors of that ministry, and I just uh, want to say thank you to them. Uh, the Gaylord Texan Resort, we do have room reservations. Uh, you can call um, the Gaylord Texan Resort. The number is 817-778-2000, and the conference code is Day Spring. So they do have rooms available, but they fill up pretty fast. And so if you are planning to come to the conference, I'm asking you to make your reservations now. Uh, you don't want to miss this conference. I'm telling you, it is a conference that is sent every year from heaven. Women are, are saved. Women are delivered. Women are set free. Uh, backsliders are reclaimed. The power of God moves. We get prophetic word, uh, prophetic dancing. I mean, it is just a powerful and an anointed time, but it's also a fun time. If you are uh, uh, someone that has a business, uh, I do take care of the vendors, so uh, you can um, uh, just call the church and uh, tell them that you need to speak to um, Rebecca Collier Hagler about being a vendor, and they will get you in contact with me. But I just want you uh, to know about our women's conference. Once again, it's May 4th through the 7th. That will be Mother's Day weekend, so bring out you know, bring your mom, bring your aunt, bring your daughters, bring your sisters, your play cousins, your play moms, whoever, your big mama, your nana, whoever, and bring them to this awesome, awesome women's conference that we will be having at the Gaylord Texan Resort. Hallelujah. Well, we just thank and praise God for this time. God has just been so, so, so good to us. Um this evening has been a blessing. I thank you for those of you that called. For those of you who just listened in and did not uh, want to call in, I thank you for listening. I just um, ask that once again that you will go to our new website. It is uh, a word from God dot webs dot com. A word from God. Dot webs dot com. And also, uh, if you would go on the, uh, the page here on blogtalkradio.com slash a word from God and push the follow button just to show that you are listening, uh, that you want to follow this show. We also have a Facebook page, a word from God. I also have material on my website I do have a um, uh, my secret CD out. It's fifteen dollars for two CDs. Uh, the secret uh, CD is about just that secrets. It will open. It'll bless your heart. It'll open up a lot of things about holding in secrets. 
about keeping secrets. I also have an up-and-coming uh, series that I'm going to be doing. Um, it is on the end times where I'm going to be talking about uh, the end times, the, the things that are going to take place. The next great event that's going to happen for the church is the rapture of the church where Jesus is going to come back and take his people out of this world before the great tribulation. You do not want to be here for the great tribulation. Uh, If you put your Bible next to your newspaper or put your Bible next to your computer and read what is going on in the world today, you will see that everything is on target for the next move of God. Uh, I'm going to be talking about the uh, the marriage feast of the Lamb. I'm going to be talking about the two judgments, the Bema Seat judgment and the great white throne judgment. I'm going to be talking about the seals, the bowls, and the trumpets. I'm going to be talking about um, uh, the two witnesses. I'm going to be talking about the millennial reign when Satan is thrown into the, the lake of fire, when he's going to be bound up. I'm going to be talking about a lot of great things. I'm also going to have a study guide to go along with this series of tapes. So I'm planning on having this out before Easter so you can go online um, and and just see all of that. I'm going to be having putting some other CDs and things online uh, in the near future. But I just want you to know what we're doing. We're doing a lot of wonderful things. Uh, I do want you to check out the blogs. Uh, we have a lot of uh, blogs on my, um, also on on the uh, uh, Word of God um, dot webs dot com. We have all kinds of links on there. I do want you once again to know about the blood pressure links. There are many of you out there with blood pressure, high blood pressure, and you need to know what to do. Uh, even down to the fact that if you uh, you don't have your medicine and uh you you get a your you feel your blood pressure rising you can just take in several deep 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 breaths and it can cause your blood pressure to go down so i want you to hear the story uh how my my husband was taking off a blood pressure pill he has a dynamic uh testimony on there uh there's talk on there about how to eat right uh, about exercising how to change your mindset how to lose weight. Uh, there's business uh, things on on the website. There's a lot of things on there. There's a lot to keep you busy. We um, uh, I also have an advertisement page on there so that if you uh, want me to read anything over the air, I have all the costs and everything on there for advertisement. So please just go and listen. I'm sorry, not listen, but... <laughs> Go and uh, read everything that I have on there. Uh, read all the different blogs. Uh, go to my Facebook page and make a comment. Uh, re- uh, look at the um, uh, a word from God. Um, dot web. Dot com. Go to my Lady Be Lovely site. Um, just all kinds of great things that we're doing. We're we believe in business. We believe in being in business for yourself. We believe that. We believe that God wants us to be prosperous. We believe that God wants us to have the very, very best. Don't let anybody define you and say that 
you're only worth minimum wage or you're only worth $10 or you're only worth worth $15. Your time and who you are are worth everything. And you can go out there and make a way for yourself. Don't let anybody say you can't do it. And don't let anybody say, well, we're living in a bad economy now, and this is not the time to uh, open up a business, but this is the time. If you have a business in your heart, if you have a business in your spirit, you step out in faith and you believe God. You seek God. God will tell you exactly what to do. Don't feel like this is not a good time. This is an awesome time to be your own boss, to own, excuse me, to own your own business. Get out there and do it. Just step out in faith. Believe that God is going to do it for you. Well, I am going to say good night. Thank you once again for listening. You can also go on um, blogtalkradio.com slash a word from God. And you can hear this um, hear this particular uh, uh, show over again, as well as the show from last week. Tell your friends about us. They may not have been able to hear us on tonight, but they can go back on uh, as soon as this show goes off the air. Uh, it will be made public, and you can go on and listen to it. So let your friends know that a word from God is on on the air. Let your friends know, hey, they've got on demand, so you can go on there and listen any time you want. May God bless you. Thank you to both of our callers, Renee and Tammy. Thank you so much for calling in. It was a blessing to hear your testimonies. May God continue to bless you. May God continue to use you. And we're going to go out. Uh, probably going to do a couple of songs. It's going to uh, play a couple of songs for you. I will personally not come back on the air on tonight, but I'll just play some songs until the time uh, remaining goes out. So enjoy the music. Uh, be blessed. And thank you so much. I want you all to know that Evangelist Collier Hagler loves you. And God bless you all. And thank you for tuning in to a word from God. Good night. Clap your hands, everybody. Come on.
Does anybody want the Lord to make him over? Just begin to celebrate Jesus. Hallelujah. Heal my 